Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I spoke to Julian Alvarez, co-founder and CEO at LogixBoard, a one-stop customer engagement platform for freight forwarders. We talked all about the company, what they do, their dedication to customer experience, and the challenges facing the shipping industry right now. It was a really insightful and timely episode, so I really hope that you enjoyed it. But remember that if you missed it, you can catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast or anywhere that you subscribe to the show. It was episode 229. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. Throughput.ai puts industrial material flow on autopilot by leveraging existing enterprise data. Throughput's AI software predicts demand, reorients production capacity, reassigns warehouse space, and reorders materials optimally more than five times faster than leading contemporary solutions. So businesses minimize over-promising and under-delivering. Sign up for a free demo to see Throughput in action. Visit throughput.ai. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. 2022 is proving to be an incredible year for Let's Talk Supply Chain. We have so much new content that we are working on coming your way from the brands within our industry that you want to learn from and that you want to know more about. If you want to check out any of our shows, go to the Let's Talk Supply Chain YouTube page, subscribe, and you will find all of our shows there for you to choose from. Today, I'm joined by a company who are using logistics intelligence to bring your business data-powered insights so you can make smarter shipping decisions. Can you guess who it is? Well, I'll reveal it after the question of the week. So the question we asked you was, how do you make room for continuing to learn while leading others? Prakash says, improve one's time management and be strict about it. This will also determine how badly you want to excel at both tacks. Carrie says, I make room for continuing to learn while leading others by remembering the value it brings to the teams I lead. I have a natural interest in earning, so that helps too. I learn from people directly in my team, often because they are the experts that know how the work needs to get done. I find more confidence and empowerment in my skills by continuously learning to make room for learning is something I consider a priority. We've also got Matthias. Personally, I think that everyone at some point will need coaching to get better at what they do. Catherine McCleary, by continuously asking for feedback, Dr. Maha says, by sharing extra knowledge, I believe in learning community for our supply chain professionals. Zavi says, what a tremendous topic. Very interesting and necessary approach while you grow as professionals. It's a big challenge to face when leading teams. Thank you so much to everybody who joined us for the question of the week. And join us again next week as we ask a question every single Wednesday morning. So now back to today's podcast. And which leading 
platform is joining me today? Well, it's Sifted. Sifted is the number one logistics data science platform that empowers shippers to make smart, data-powered business decisions and ultimately save money. Originally founded in 2005, Sifted merged with VeryShip in 2020, and the combination created a new model for managing transportation spend, one that brings together the power of self-service technology and transportation data science to help shippers navigate an increasingly complex shipping environment. Today, Caleb Nelson, Chief Revenue Officer at Sifted, joins me to chat all about the company, what they do, the importance of taking a holistic approach to shipping health, and the role that disruptions like COVID have played in the digitization of logistics. Before we dive in, let's find out a little bit more about Caleb. Caleb Nelson, Chief Revenue Officer at Sifted, leads the account executive team and is responsible for the company's revenue strategy and execution. As one of the original co-founders, Caleb has helped build Sifted from the ground up and was instrumental in its merger with VeryShip in 2020. His pa- he is passionate about using data to solve complex problems for shippers and providing solutions through Sifted software. Caleb is an executive entrepreneur with 15 plus years of experience in sales, marketing, and account management. Prior to joining Sifted, Caleb was co-founder of UniShippers, where he successfully fostered a top-performing team within his company's region. He was recognized as a top-producing location many years in a row. So welcome to the show, Caleb. Hey, Sarah, it's so awesome to be able to chat with you. I've been looking forward to this. I'm excited to dive into this with you. And I am excited to have you here. I mean, because I just love the ethos behind Sifted. You talk about bringing clarity, about empowering shippers and having them or helping them to thrive. I mean, you say you advocate for your customers. And I really love that because it's not the kind of language you hear regularly in this space. And it goes to show how committed and passionate you are. So I'm just I'm just so excited to find out more. So let's dive in. Awesome. Um, I want to ask you, you know, we're going to go into more detail in the coming questions, but can you start by giving us an overview? What does Sifted do and how do you help your customers? Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's great. First of all, I'm, I'm so excited to be able to chat with you. At, at, at our core, Sifted is a data analytics, data science company that specializes in transportation data. Uh, we act as the, really the, the in-between uh, on behalf of shippers and their carriers. So we sit right in the middle. We absorb carrier data on a regular weekly basis. We analyze that data, normalize the data, and then provide it back to our customers in uh, actionable insights that they can then go take that information and make better informed decisions to reduce costs and improve efficiencies. It's a really cool model. Um, And from your kind of intro there, it is unique. Uh, You've got a lot of players in the space that do a, a variety of things. And uh, shippers are really looking for ways to be more nimble and ways to make smarter decisions. Uh, yeah. And the way that they do that is by looking at their data and understanding their data so that they can be um, uh, able to make those better decisions in the market space. 
Yeah, and data is really, you know, surpassing oil when it comes to value. <laughs> yes. And I've said this over the last couple of months. And so it's really, really important, especially right now in supply chain. There's so many risks. There's so many disruptions. And it's really that data, the good data that they're mm -hmm. going to need to be able to make those decisions. So I think it's really, really important what you do. But before we go any further, can you just explain to us what logistics logistics intelligence is and what role it is playing. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's what you're talking about with that data. That data is, um, I would say shippers are overwhelmed with data. It's not like they have no data whatsoever. They have a legitimate like data dump that's been given to them by their carriers. And their job is to go through and analyze that data. And they spend a lot of time in Excel. We call it being trapped in Excel hell. Excel is like a great tool. Don't get me wrong. But from a transportation standpoint, Excel is not a transportation tool. Right. That's what logistics intelligence is. It's our way of indicating, okay, you've got business intelligence or BI that's out there that provides business owners with an opportunity to understand what's happening in their own business. Logistics intelligence is exactly that, but at the logistics level. So it's uh, exactly what's happening with their current spend. Um, where certain things might be tracking, where it's off, ways that they might be able to improve. Um, and I think more importantly is ways that they can be more efficient in their own operations. Getting, uh, especially on the parcel side, two-day delivery, three-day delivery, thanks to Amazon and kind of the precedence that Amazon's put in place, is a major pressure on a lot of shippers. We're not even scratching the surface yet on labor shortage issues and the supply chain issues that uh, the carriers are facing right now and that are being pressed onto uh, FedEx and UPS shippers around uh, around the country. Absolutely. And the conversation about Excel, I'm, you know, everybody has different opinions about Excel, but I think part of the consensus is that too many people are using Excel. We just did a, a Friday funny about Excel and I think it got over... 1700 reactions and multiple multiple comments because of how people feel about that particular word <laughs> and yes. that particular software i mean it's absolutely crazy how much we're using it and how much more efficient we could be by you know working with uh, companies like sifted so let's take a look a closer look at your core solutions. They're broken down into visibility, cost optimization, rate simulation, and operational modeling. And I think you have a couple of add-ons as well. So do you want to talk us through those solutions? What do they do? What challenges are they addressing for your customers? I, I think my our number one goal is to get clients out of using, to stop using their normal Excel spreadsheets and pivot tables and whatnot as I think the visibility piece is, is key, you mentioned that as kind of a, a number one aspect for us. That's first step. First step is let's get visibility in front of the client, in front of the shipper. And instead of spending multiple hours to cobble that multiple data sets together, which most shippers are doing in Excel, to have that visibility, that's exactly what Sifted does. So uh, we sit in between the shipper and the carrier. We absorb that carrier data. And we can bring in FedEx, UPS, um, USPS, uh, Stamps.com, Indicia, regional carriers around the United States, um, and Purelater in, in Canada and some other areas. And our main focus is let's do some of the heavy lifting so the clients aren't having to do that themselves and spending that time in Excel. 
um, we noticed that a lot of clients spend hours upon hours just cobbling the data together before they can even make actionable insights to what is the data telling them. So that's right. kind of the first step is let's just bring in visibility. That second step is in cost optimization. So once they have the visibility, what can I do with it? It's the adage of like, I think most shippers and carriers get into a reporting standpoint, which is like, congratulations, Sarah, you spent $200,000 this last month with UPS. Good job. That provides you nothing in terms of like ways to be able to reduce that 200,000 and, uh, you know, areas that might be uh, problematic, um, errors that might be consistently coming up that's Mm. reflected in the data, but and it's really hidden in, in multiple, you know, thousands upon thousands of rows in an Excel spreadsheet in the data. But our system's smart enough to go through and identify ways that you could be able to avoid those errors before they even become errors to begin hmm. with. So, I love that. Yeah, there's a lot of areas of cost reduction. Um, on top of it is, uh, you know, looking to see uh, ways in which not only can you avoid errors that come up, but potentially ways that you can be able to reduce your overall contract with uh, FedEx or UPS, which is pretty interesting. Data is so powerful. Like, like you mentioned at the top of the show, by utilizing that data to empower shippers to reduce costs by using it is I would say the biggest key that we've seen shippers really try to figure out leading into 2021 and 2022. Well, and I think it's costs across the board, right? Because it's not only costs with the carriers, right? Because That's right. If you're doing, making an error over and over and over again, that is costly. But I think also inefficiency in process as well. And so if you're taking that data and you're picking up on, you know, things that are happening over and over and over again, whether those are errors or just process pieces that you may or may not need to be doing anymore and creating that efficiency, that's also helping that bottom line as well. So a variety of different places that you are helping in the cost reduction. That Sarah, you nailed it. That's exactly right. A lot of customers think only externally, like right. with FedEx or UPS or my partner carriers, I need lower rates, so I'm going to go beat them up. In a carrier's market that we're in right now, and it absolutely is a carrier's market, that doesn't necessarily work the same way. And we have to approach it in a variety of, of uh, unemotional, um, logic-driven decisions that the data is saying. So a lot of customers focus externally when they can be making more uh, cost savings adjustments internally by focusing on what's happening in the four corners of their own business. And it's all in the data. Yeah, well, and stop waiting for external data, right? Take yes. take control of your own data and how that's going to help you internally. And that, in turn, also empowers you with your carriers, I would believe. A- absolutely. The carriers are an efficiency organization, right? They make their money when they are the most efficient as, as possible. They want their customers, shippers out there in the United States and Canada, to uh, make uh their businesses to be more efficient because it helps ultimately their bottom line. So you're, right. you're talking in their language uh, and it is extremely refreshing in some ways to be able to talk to your carrier rep in a, in a much more deeper manner and a more sophisticated manner than give me better rates or I'm walking. It, it now gets into, I need better pricing in these three areas because I'm making adjustments in these areas of my business to be more efficient 
which will help your bottom line and your operating revenue. I love it. I love it. And what I also really like is your sifted score. I mean, it's almost like looking at your credit score. It's very visual and you talk about using it to address a business's overall shipping health rather than just focusing on one agreement or maybe set of rates. You know, it's really holistic. So talk us through the sifted score. How does it work and why is this scorecard method so beneficial to your customers? I think in parcel, you know, five years ago, the market was um, pretty stable. Where it's at right now is it's completely changed and flipped on its head. Shippers are needing to be more sophisticated. They're needing to be more nimble and they're needing to be um, more aware of what's happening, both externally with their partner carriers and internally, like we've talked about. Right. And the sifted score produces a one pager to them that's updated on a weekly basis, downloads their new carrier billing file information, analyzes the data, and scores it in six key areas. The first three are external. So okay. first three are with the carriers, and that is their on-time delivery percentage or how well of a job that they're doing for you as a shipper. Number two is your fees. How do your fees stack up to other shippers similar in size? And can you huh. find ways to reduce those fees? I like that. Number three is the contract. So is my contract in a healthy spot? FedEx and UPS are making a variety of rate changes uh, and, and rate increases throughout the year. It used to be just kind of the general rate increase. They're now making tweaks and adjustments to their, uh, to not customers' discounts by any means. Those are set. But to what the discounts are based off of. Okay. So having a good understanding of where your contract currently sits is huge. And then the the, the last three are, are internal to an individual shipper. So that would be your operational score, meaning are you shipping the right box sizes ah, um, or are you being hit? I know on additional handling or oversize or overmax. Yeah. The carriers are, are really being pretty draconian on the way that they're handling shippers that ship larger boxes, uh, especially going into 2022. Distribution mm -hmm. score is a big one. So am I shipping from the right locations to the right areas of the United States uh, so that I can be able to uh, reduce my overall zone, reach my customer faster for less money? That's a huge one that we're running into right now. Yeah. And there, okay. There's so much to unpack here because yes. I love all of that. First of all, your external scores, when you go to sit down with your carriers and you have the information in front of you based on the data, that's uh -huh. not just your opinion but is actual hard data that you can present to them to say, hey, this is what our data is showing. This is where we show that we're sitting and this is what we need to work on with you, carrier, yep. <laughs> um, because obviously that's what the data shows. Second of all, when it comes to packaging, this is a huge, huge thing when we talk about sustainability efforts right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of organizations are really focusing on their sustainability strategy. And one of the biggest, biggest things to tie supply chain sustainability and customer experience together is the size of box that they are receiving their product in and whether it actually fits the product that is being shipped. <laughs> and if you're not shipping the right box, not only does it affect your customer coming back to you because they'll be like, this is ridiculous. I don't, I like, this is such a waste, mm -hmm. but you're paying for empty space. 
right? Because Absolutely. Because you're giving a larger I, box. I think we've all received, so I know, we've all received packages where, you know, you, you've ordered lip balm from Amazon and it comes in a massive yes. box and you're thinking, what did I order? And you open it up and it's this big and thinking, what are they doing? Um, it's inefficiencies like that, that I think are really commonplace within shippers around the United States. And from um, uh, 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 offsetting a footprint um, from an environmental standpoint, as well as being able to say, um, I'm going to avoid the additional handling charges. I'm going to avoid dimensionalization charges. I'm going to avoid oversized charges and focus a little bit more on being more sophisticated and looking at patterns mm -hmm. in the data to say these box sizes have given me the most trouble. Sifted provides modeling for a shipper to say, okay, if I change this box size, what happens? What? That's so cool. I love that stuff. I love be that. Yeah, because what it does is it allows for you to be able to say, okay, I've recognized the problem, but what do I do about it? And modeling that out to say this 32 by 32 by 12 box and that weighs 55 pounds. If I take it and if I can shrink that box and work with my box, box manufacturer and get that down to a 28 by 28 by 10, how much money will that save me as a shipper? Yeah. The sifted software will go through and re-rate all of the old shipments that you have based on that old box size and apply the new box size to it and say, okay, Sarah, if you made this change, this is what you would be able to do and how much you'd be able to save. That's the missing component that a lot of shippers really struggle with. Absolutely. Plus, when you do that, you empower your employees to pick the right box for that particular product, and they feel better internally about what they're doing and what they're shipping out and how they're contributing to their customer experience as well, which is also huge, right? Especially in a distribution environment. There are so many different pieces. There's a lot of pressure to get product out fast. But if you can empower them by giving them the right tools to get that product out not only fast but sustainably win-win situation yeah, absolutely I, I, I want to touch on one other thing that you mentioned about sitting down with your carrier rep we have a lot of customers that once they understand um, the data and how we use the data they uh, one of their normal responses wow FedEx and UPS must hate you <laughs> uh, in reality it's it's kind of the the actual opposite yeah we're the analogy of sitting down with a carrier and saying, give me better rates or else, or else I'm leaving, or, you know, give, I need a better, a better discount here. Well, why? Well, because I feel like I deserve it. Right. Um, that becomes really challenging for FedEx and UPS uh, rep and their pricing department mm -hmm. to be able to say, okay, why do we need to maximize pricing here? Yeah. And what's the justification in doing so? I also think that uh, our role is to hold the carrier responsible for mistakes that are being made or errors that are coming up that they might not be consistently telling you about. Yeah. Um, and so we do a full-blown audit behind the scenes. We identify shipments that are late, lost, damaged, stolen, misbilled, what have you. Yeah. And having that true on-time delivery percentage back to your, um, to your team and to your staff so that they can be able to have a, a professional and effective conversation with your carrier rep is really important. Otherwise, they're getting information from the carrier, and that's kind of like putting the fox in the hen house, right. so to speak. 
Well, and I also think what's important with that is that you're not only showing maybe the carrier the external data, but you're also showing them the internal data and what you're doing internally so yes. that you're both working more efficiently. A, a true partnership, right? And that's exactly what it should be. Absolutely. So let's now go into mergers because I want to ask you about the merger between Sifted and BerryShip. That happened yeah. last year. So how and why did that partnership come about and how has that boosted your offering to your customers? Oh, that's a great question. So uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Sifted. We started uh, back in 2017. Our focus was to provide really cutting edge technology to, to shippers across the country. Uh and this merger came mainly because uh, Veriship has a large and a well-established brand name in the market space as a predominant um, and well-sought-after uh, audit provider that had uh, you know, 5,000 customers across the United States. Um, Sifted had some really interesting and very cool technology. And by merging those two together, we got some excellent, excellent personnel, a great uh, client base to be able to work uh, off of. And uh, those Veriship clients got the Sifted platform. Awesome. And it truly is this perfect marriage between um, personnel and uh, technology with a client base that's absolutely needing it. Uh, and it's backed by one of the largest private equity firms in the United States. Our focus is let's continue the investment. And uh, we're growing like crazy. We've rebranded uh, Veriship to Sifted. So we're all one company now as Sifted. Awesome. And this year, 2021, has been a phenomenal year for us. Our growth has been uh, uh, record-breaking. And we're taking that money, reinvesting it back into our product offering so we can continue to innovate like we are. Uh, it's been truly great to be able to come back to clients and say, uh, thank you for being a part of us and for the journey. And this is how they're benefiting from improved technology throughout the course of it. Amazing. Congratulations, because mer I've been through mergers. Mergers are not easy, but yes. it sounds like you've done a really good job and, and really been able to bring in the people from Very Ship under the Sifted brand just in one really big common goal of, of really helping to elevate and up the game for your customers, which I, I really, really like. So we also, we when we talked about Excel, right? I mean, it's so funny because so many businesses are still a bit behind on innovations and technology. And we laugh about Excel spreadsheets and sometimes even faxes, right? We referenced it on the Sifted website as well. When Sifted was founded back in 2005, while I was doing my research, Things have moved, you know, have they moved as quickly as you thought they were going to since you founded back in 2005? And what kind of, like, we're seeing disruptions all over the place. So what role have disruptions really played in digitization and the uptake of solutions like yours? I, I think one thing that is super consistent in transportation, and I've been a part of it for 15 years, is change. Mm -hmm. We've had a, a substantial amount of change. We were on a normal trajectory of change, which was, um, heavy growth in the e-commerce space. And then what came along was COVID and the pandemic that caused for that e-commerce growth to absolutely explode. Right. Um, and that amount of change has been, I think, uh, hard for a lot of shippers to keep up with. Uh, on top of that, you bring in uh, Amazon and that two-day precedence 
even if they don't order product, you know, customers order product from Amazon, let's say they order it directly from your website. Most customers' expectations are if they don't see the shipment within three business days, they're kind of thinking, what is going on? Um, most shippers are expecting two to three day delivery, which puts pressure on most uh, FedEx and UPS users out there. Yeah. And uh, really heavy focus on e-commerce has put a strain on the carrier's business. Mm-hmm. FedEx uh, just uh, just announced their uh, general rate increase. And the day before they did it, they had their earnings release call. They are experiencing a major labor crisis right now. And they're rerouting wow. at the time about 600,000 packages a day wow. to other terminals that had enough personnel to support. What that means for an actual customer is that you're uh, using FedEx services that are being delayed it's staying longer in the carrier's network. It's being handled more, which gives it more risk of being damaged. Or lost. Or lost, exactly. That's a big one. And getting all uh, on top of that, uh, where their generate increase is the largest generate increase that they are expecting their customers to pay for in the last I've, eight years, almost decade. So you're going to pay more for services that are less desirable at the moment. Um And it is just pressure. There is pressure on all sides. We feel like the best way to alleviate that pressure is through data and being more efficient. Right. Uh, And especially working with your carriers and trying to negotiate in a carrier world right now, in a carrier market, you're going to have to rely more on facts and figures than you are going to rely more on uh, emotions of, you know, this is how I feel. Yeah. Uh, and, And so it's been... I would say the last 12 months have been some of the craziest I've seen in the last 15 years that I've worked in the space. Well, and I just, I feel for shippers everywhere because not only are we talking about the challenges within the delivery in the last mile, but obviously we're dealing with raw material shortages, not being able to get product in, you know, and it just is mounting. Right. And, and you're having to pay more for everything as well, including the ocean shipment, if you are bringing products from overseas as well. And then on top of that, this large general rate increase that we haven't seen for eight years. I mean, it's just crazy. But at the end of the day, if you can take the emotion out of it and you can bring those facts and figures into the conversation, you can really, you know, hopefully decrease some of that stress just a little bit absolutely, and have some more beneficial conversations. And I think even more targeted conversations. So you're not having multiple meetings that don't need to exist when you've got the data, the facts and the figures, and you're able to really get down to the crux of the issue. Yeah. I think you worry less when you have your arms around it more. Yeah. And ultimately that's what we're empowering shippers to do is put their arms around what's happening. Yeah. Having the system tell them exactly what errors are happening or where's the, where ways that they can be able to improve. I would say it's akin to fishing where the fish are and spending time on ways to be able to reduce cost in those areas. Yeah. Uh, I, I think b- beyond that, um, uh, our job is to provide them that platform uh, that does a lot of that heavy lifting for them, but it doesn't leave them alone with it. So if uh, shippers need additional help, uh, we assign them a logistics engineer to walk them through their data. And uh, from somebody who is uh, extremely knowledgeable in the space, 
can say, okay, sir, this is ways that you can be able to do it. This is what the data is telling you. A lot of shippers don't have a data team to go through it. So they're looking for uh, experienced individuals that uh, have uh, worked in both sides of you know the table that can say, okay, this is the best ways to be able to make this work. Amazing. Wow. I love that. You can get your own data scientists when you work with Sifted. I that's mean, right. that's huge. It's um, it's equivalent to two full-time equivalents. So it's uh, two full-time uh, individuals as, a, as equivalent to the business uh, working on the parcel side. Amazing. So one question I have for you real quick before we go back into like your ideal client and stuff. What do you see as the future of shipping? Are we going to continue with these numbers and the way that everything's going? Or are we going to be able to get back to some sort of, well, I would say new normal, I guess, because it's not going to go back. But I, I think e-commerce is on an upward tra- uh, track that's, ne- that's not going to turn around. Okay. That growth is going to continue to be crazy. Um, I think uh, what you're experiencing on the ports uh, for ocean shipping and the supply chain mess that's there is going to be there going well into 2022. I think that will be um, uh, start to kind of level out at the end of 2022. Mm -hmm. But what that means for shippers is that they better get their house in order because they're going to be paying more Mm -hmm. for services that are going to be um, less on-time delivery than what they're used to. Managing client expectations is going to be an absolute must. And get your, it's like a storm's coming, get your house in order, get your house locked down and make sure that your house is a fit as, as efficient as it possibly can be so that you can weather the storm and be uh, not just surviving in it, but thriving in this. The shippers, yeah, that can, can make this work are going to be the ones that are going to grow the most in an area where I see this as a major opportunity for shippers. It's not all negative, but you've got to be able to make sure your house is in order. Yeah. And no matter how long it takes, right, you're going to be ahead of everybody else. So let's um, talk about your ideal client, right? So I'm sitting in the audience, I'm listening to this episode. And um, I think like, from the research that I've done, you've worked with over 5,000 businesses across 400 industries. So do you partner with everyone or do you have an ideal client? Is there an industry? Is there a size? What does that look like when I'm sitting here listening? Uh, An ideal client is is really a sweet spot for us is if they're shipping more than $500,000 of spend, that's net spend with uh, one of the major carriers, we can really come in, absorb that data look for areas of improvement and reduce that cost upwards of 20% um, back to a client where right now uh, most shippers would kill to have 20% cost savings at the, at the given moment. We have solutions for um, shippers all the way down to 250,000, but I would say $500,000 of FedEx or UPS spend and above. If you're in that category, uh, give us a call to do a demo. I think you'll be blown away at what the software can do. Awesome. And then let's bring everything we've talked about to life with the case study. This is my favorite part. Yeah. Um, paint us a picture of how you've worked with one of your customers. Like what was the challenge that they came came to you with? Obviously your solution or your platform is the solution, but what was the impact or ROI of your solution to them? Uh, I think that's, a, that's like my favorite question because uh, that's most relatable back to a shipper, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the one that comes to mind is, is a 
fairly large, I wouldn't say, you know, enterprise, but a fairly decent size uh, e-commerce business that was shipping rugs and home decor. If you can imagine shipping a rug, it's not FedEx and UPS's favorite item to ship right now. It's what they call undesirable freight. Mm -hmm. Undesirable freight basically means you're going to get hit really hard if you're a shipper on additional handling or oversize things that shipments that might not go on a typical automated conveyor belt for FedEx or UPS and that get dimmed out pretty easily. The shipper was looking at a $1.2 million increase leading into 2022 because of uh, the generate increase that FedEx was coming out with. Um, By working with Sifted, we helped reduce their overall box sizes. We optimized that by modeling that out. We uh, reduced their overall uh, contract and their rates. We model out the contract and rates and we re-rate all old shipments under a new proposed FedEx or UPS contract to say, here's down to the penny, the net impact. If you were to sign that new contract, what it would do for you. That's the kind of level of clarity we can provide. Amazing. And then on-time delivery percentage and client expectations, and then helping them revamp what their um, uh, free shipping policy was to their clients. You can see online, like free shipping over orders of $50 or over $99 or just free shipping in general. The number one question when I ask clients or their response, when I ask them, how did you arrive to uh, that? Yes. Oh, totally. thing ever. Yes. I swear. Absolutely. It's well, we felt like we needed to do it or our competition did it. So we've got to match it. Um, Looking at all aspects of costs, and client expectations and what clients are willing to pay for for shipping needs to be adjusted right now. We model all of that out. The total net impact on this one particular client was $2.4 million wow. that we were able to save them when they were looking at a million dollar plus increase that they were uh, going to take for 2022. Um, that's taking a very undesirable customer in the eyes yeah. of FedEx and UPS and making it a very desirable piece of business for them. And ultimately a long-term partnership with their carrier. I just got goosebumps. Like (laughs) that is one amazing case study. And I'm so glad that you shared that with (laughs) us because it's just amazing to see, you know, when you paint that picture of what that can look like and talking about things that we may or may not think about that could really impact it that much. I mean, amazing. So I really don't want this to end, but we have to end at some point. And so my last question to you is, what does the future hold for Sifted? What what are we looking at? What can we look forward to? Uh, with a lot of uh, our growth being funded back into the business, meaning a lot of that money that we're making is being put into product development and future growth, um, we'll continue to innovate like crazy. Um, a big area that we're going to focus on is we're working further upstream. So a lot of um, traditional audit companies are more, uh, I would say, post-mortem. They're looking at areas to say, okay, uh, this is what's happened. Um, We're going to work further upstream to say, okay, we're going to be more predictive and to stop an error before it even becomes an error uh, to begin with. Um, We'll branch into LTL and get into real-time network and carrier performance, which I think a lot of shippers are needing right now. Mm -hmm. We're pretty ambitious in our growth plan, and we're looking to absolutely dominate uh, coming into 2022. I love that. And what's your website? Where can people visit you? It's www.sifted.com. If you go onto the website, you can sign up for a free demo. 
You'll talk to a professional expert like myself that will walk you through the platform, give you a good understanding of what the software can do. We also do a free proof of concept, which means we'll bring in some of your data, we'll analyze it for free, we'll come back with that sifted score that we talked about in those six key areas, and and to say, look, if you were to partner with Sifted, this is how much Sifted could save you down to the penny to make sure that it makes sense even before you move forward and signing an agreement with us. Amazing. I really enjoyed that. I mean, I, like I said before, I did not want to wrap that up. We can all see how the disruptions happening right now in shipping are really shaking the industry to the core. And, you know, there's no quick fixes. It's going to take a lot of commitment, investment, and collaboration to get us all through it. But I think, you know, brands like Sifted really have the right idea because when we empower the players involved, when we give them the right tools, the right information, and we support them in feeling confident and in control of what they're doing, that's what leads to success. And I cannot wait to see what is to come. So a big thanks to Caleb for joining us today and to Sifted for making this episode happen. This episode was produced in collaboration with Border Buddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder of Border Buddy, has to say. More and more companies are looking to expand their reach into global markets, but most don't know where to start or don't have the time to figure it out. Border Buddy sees the struggle and has found a way for you to integrate customs into your e-commerce site, allowing you peace of mind when selling to customers in other countries. Your customers will know exactly how much the costs are to import their order from you to their door in real time. And just imagine what that will do for your business and your sales. Visit us and sign up for 10% off your first clearance at borderbuddy.com slash let's talk supply chain. If you would like to hear more from us, we have plenty more podcasts for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash podcast to check out the latest. And remember to come back next week for this month's episode of Blended, where we'll be talking about veterans, their experiences both in military and civilian life, the challenges involved in re-entering the workforce, supplier diversity, and what organizations can do to support veterans in the workplace and bridge that gap. It's going to be another eye-opening episode, so you absolutely don't want to miss it. And if you're not following Blended, go over to LinkedIn and follow the Blended page. We are also creating a nonprofit around Blended, and we'd love for you to be involved. If you enjoy our podcast, there's a few ways to support the show. You can follow us. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're also on TikTok and Clubhouse. You can subscribe to Let's Talk Supply Chain on YouTube, and you can also subscribe to our newsletter at letstalksupplychain.com. We also have some really cool merch. Uh, So if you're looking for a holiday present for the supply chainer in your life, head over to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash shop. We have a supply chain dictionary. We also have some very cool merch. And if you DM us on Let's Talk Supply Chain Instagram, talk one, you can get your free copy of the Supply Chain Dictionary. And remember, if you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode, we would love to hear from you. So rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, ship happens.